Hi, church family. Welcome back to another episode of DCC Daily. My name is Paige Peterson, also known as Paige P, and I serve on the worship team at Downtown Community Church. And I just so happen to have written DCC Collective's latest single, The Place You Found Me. Today, I'll be walking us through the lyrics, breaking down some of the biblical inspiration behind the song, and also a little personal testimony of the place God found me. Full disclosure, right off the bat, I have this tendency to try to force things into my life when it's not God's plan for me. Even if those things are quote-unquote good or they look fine on paper, there's a reason God didn't put them in my life and at least at the certain time and usually I don't like the reason even if these things are quote-unquote good or they look fine on paper there's a reason God didn't put them in my life at least at a certain time and usually I don't like the reason according to my voice memos I started writing this song around the beginning of November 2020 It was around this time that I was just coming off of another one of those classic situations where, in this case, I was trying to jam a relationship into my life when the puzzle piece just didn't fit into the picture that God was making. It was exhausting. I was chasing after something that wasn't God, and therefore, I wasn't experiencing the abundant life Jesus promised if we seek Him with all our heart. I was running away more and more, yet... I was experiencing God's guidance and protection in this situation in undeniable and super frustrating ways. There are so many things in this life that we can run to that aren't God, yet we can never outrun his presence and his purpose for our lives. David says in Psalm 139, Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, the place of the dead, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. I think David was really asking those questions and genuinely trying to find somewhere to flee from the Lord. Maybe because of the realization of his sin and the shame that it can produce. As a sinner myself, I sometimes fall into this trap of thinking that I have to have it all together when I go to the Father, that I can't be dirty or messed up or broken in His presence. But having it all together was never a requirement for us to receive eternal life, and it was never meant to be. Identifying why we are running in the first place I think is really important and then to pair that with the truth that Jesus can outrun you, dust you any day of the week and will meet you where you're at, not with judgment, but with love is so freeing.
The word contingent means occurring or existing only if certain circumstances are the case or dependent on. If it were my faithfulness to God that determined whether or not he loved me, I would be doomed. It would be game over. I fail so much every single day, but hallelujah, praise be to the Father, that the cross has made a way for me to be loved regardless of whether or not I'm faithful because even on my best days, I fall so short of the glory of God. Yet, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It's also a really good thing that I can't reverse it. That's really good. Nothing undoes what Christ has done for us, and neither can Satan. As G.K. Chesterton said, the cross cannot be defeated, for it is defeat. about to share a revelation that struck me so deeply about creation. I realized that God totally could have started over after sin entered the world. He could have abandoned his creation. He could have destroyed it and made a brand new one without sin and death. He could have said, oh cool, great, those humans really just screwed it all up for me. Now I'm just gonna start all over again. But he didn't. In his love for us, he made a way for the brokenness of our world to be restored and redeemed through the payment of his one and only son, Jesus. I will always have limitations to how I love. I am human. Similarly, I can run for as fast or as long as I can, but there will come a point where I will run out of breath and I will have to stop. <laughs> for me, that's a lot sooner than others. I just get tired. But Jesus' love never gets tired. He never runs out of breath. Ephesians 3, 17 through 19 says, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I get the most questions about the part of the song that says, Your throne was better than paying my debt. Jesus saw the cross and all the pain associated with it before he ever made the decision to come down to earth 
and endure it. I know for a fact that if I were Jesus and I knew that coming down to earth would include dying unjustly for people that may or may not accept me or the freedom my suffering would give to them, I I definitely would not do that. I would continue to sit on my throne in heaven next to God. Like, okay, easy. I'm going to stay here. But holy cow, I am really thankful. And honestly, you should be too. That it wasn't me that was tasked to save the world. <laughs> Hebrews 12, 2 says that because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Here we go, the most quoted part of the song, you guys, you know it. This lyric was the easiest to write. I was just exhausted. I was so sick of running to things for fulfillment, knowing they can never fulfill me, and they never even tried to. Jesus, he paid the ultimate full price to have you close to him. That is true love. That is full satisfaction. Okay, cool. We know all that stuff now. That's great. But we're also confronted with a choice. Are we going to continue to chase after the wind or are we going to accept this free gift of freedom in Christ? I know for me, I am going to do my best to stay running after Jesus. I know that I'm going to run out of breath. I know that I will fail, but... My prayer is just that our eyes will be fixed on the finish line and that our desire will be to know him and seek him. This song calls us all to remember where we were in our life when this truth of his love settled in and changed us. It also calls us to respond. I want to leave you with a couple of questions as a church to ask ourselves, what am I chasing after today? How can I rest knowing that I already have the victory over this situation because of the work on the cross? How can I shift my heart posture from running for love to running from a place of secured love in Christ? I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. 
no power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you all so much for listening to my little lyric breakdown. I have been so encouraged by every single one of you who have reached out to me and expressed the life change that is happening through this song. I am really just shocked and amazed at God's goodness through this project and I'm really, really humbled to be even just the slightest bit a part of what he's doing um, in people's lives. If you haven't already, go stream DCC Collective's two new singles on all the streaming platforms that exist in our world. You can also catch our new music video on YouTube, link in the at DCC underscore collective Instagram bio. Go give her a follow while you're there. I genuinely love you all so, so deeply. Um, Thank you for listening and let's get out there, love God, make disciples, and be great neighbors. Bye guys.